0: Hey everybody, Siggy here. We recorded this episode before the recent Texas law of virtually banning abortions went into effect, so that's why it's not mentioned where it would have been relevant. Um, please don't be the kind of asshole who sues women who are making the kind of reproductive choices that they need to make for themselves. It's none of your business. Don't go looking to make a profit. Don't be an asshole. Thank you. <laughs> It's a sled, he's dead, the box contains his wife's head. Vaders his father, they're allergic to water, she's a sister and her daughter. You Watched It Wrong.
1: Hey everyone, you're listening to You Watched
0: It Wrong, this is Wade. And this is Siggy, this is the podcast where... We talk about what's happening in the world. No, we don't because we got <laughs> we've the Delta Tooth and Nail. We got the Delta variant surging. Like we're back to fall pandemic numbers just when we're supposed to be coming out of this. We've got we've got the Taliban overrunning the Afghanistan in a week and twenty years of And a trillion dollars just flushed down the toilet. There's nothing accomplished. We got half the country doesn't even believe in democracy here anymore. And I had to watch Cats this evening because (laughs) Seymour was (sighs) picking family movie night. And she insisted that we all had to experience the wonder that she experienced in the theater.
1: Oh, so this was a rewatch
0: for her. It was a rewatch for her and for... How (coughs) jellical of her. And for Ichabod and... And maybe worst of all is it wasn't actually that terrible. <laughs> so I didn't even get a story out of it. It's like, oh, that was just kind of, that was just kind of lame, but it wasn't like catastrophic. You know? Yeah, I
1: had a I had a feeling that movie wasn't going to be so, it, it was, it was more, it was more fun to gripe about the idea of it than probably gripe about the movie itself. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, like a lot of things people complained about it were there, but it was like, yeah, but it's just, you know, it's just like kind of a dumb, it's kind of like a dumb movie. <laughs> it's all right. I mean, right. it's at, at times looked like a Geico commercial. I mean, sometimes the, <laughs> sometimes it looked fine and then sometimes it looked really shitty. So like, I just got really distracted by how often their feet looked like they weren't they were floating above the floor. Like there's like There were just like things that were just wrong. But, you know, like the things, the tails and the ears being animated. Like, I actually thought it was all right. Anyway, we're not here to talk about cats. We're not here to talk there about... There are so many things about cats I want to talk about, though. We're not here to talk about <laughs> any of the misery of this fucking shitty world. We're going to talk about this fun movie that's streaming on Hulu. Uh, that uh, I only checked it out because of like this might be a best friend quest. I was just going by the picture I saw, uh, like the poster, um, the banner on uh, the letterbox page, and I'm like, hey, let me check it out. Watched it. I uh, really liked it. And said, like, you know what? If I'm gonna push this best friend quest thing, let's uh, let's push this movie. So we're gonna talk about Natalie Morales's. Debut film, one of two that she shot this year, or coming out this year. Plan Really? B. Plan B. We need to move on. We need to move on. So we're going to move on to track marks. Wade. Okay, here's how it works. There is
1: often a soundtrack album released of the original score composed for a movie. Siggy is going to read the track names off a particular motion picture soundtrack, and using the
0: names as context clues... I will have to guess what the name of this movie is. That's right. Um, so we're going to go right through it. And the first two words of the first track are the name of the movie. But I'm just going to tell you that track one is main theme. Okay. Okay. This is, by
1: the way, this is going to get me back for Liff and Nikita, I hope.
0: I don't know. <laughs> I, I, you know, I don't know. What's your par? Uh, wow. Okay, I'm going to go in order. This is a I, this is a hard one. I'm going to say par 17. Wow. Okay. So we'll that's see. That's almost a whole course. We'll see. Hey,
1: I mean, that's not how golf works. Um. All right. All right. So first one. I was going theme. for a
0: particular connection here, and this was the best one I could find. Uh, with meaning, that it's connection.
1: not very connected. Was that? Meaning, it's not all that connected. When you say this is the best one you could find?
0: No, I've, I was going it's, for a very specific great. kind of connection. Oh, okay. And then, given that connection and all the movies that were candidates, this was this had the best soundtrack for the game. Oh, okay, of gotcha. okay, okay, I see. That's what I'm saying. I see. Okay. And okay.
1: um, hey, what movie are we talking about? You <laughs> know,
0: <laughs> yeah. P-. Nice try. Okay, track two. Hawk punished. G.I. Joe, the movie. C- I'm carrying on. I'm carrying on. <laughs> uh, oh, uh, track three is Carrying Glass. Hawk Punished Carrying Glass. Yeah. First Hux dream. Hudson Hawk. The hawk is dying. <laughs> First dream. Track five is Killing Hawk. G.I. Joe, the movie. Discovering River. Goodbye to Hawk. Discovering Buffalo. (laughs) It's a lot of discovering. (sighs) You've already done Dance with Wolves. Track titles. Hell Ensemble.
1: Hell on, on, not hell on. Like ensemble. ensemble.
0: Like ensemble. Ensemble. Glass and Buffalo Warrior Travel. Okay, there's
1: many repetitions here. Carrying Glass.
0: I feel like I should know this by now. Arriving at Fort Kiowa. Church Dream. Powaka Rescue. That's P-O-W-A-Q-A. Imagining Buffalo. The Postman. Oh, no. You're, uh, you know, you're in their track. But think, try to think how it would be connected to that. Uh, I'm trying. I'm thinking. I don't know if like. Almost Heroes. Uh, no, but that, um, that was on the list. <laughs> I've never seen Almost Heroes. <laughs> Me neither, which is why I didn't uh, yeah. even look at it. <laughs> but that was on the list for the connection I was going for. The Revenant. Oh, God damn it. Um, um,
1: this is the (laughs) Revenant with the guy from, uh, about the the dead guy who comes back to life, right? That's the
0: The Revenant theme (sighs) to second dream. Okay. I have my guess. guess. This was interstellar. (laughs) This was the track I wanted to get to out of horse. Yeah, I'm not sure I would have gotten. I this. know this is a hard. One. I mean, I've seen it. I've seen it. You got but. you got chances with wolves just from the guy's name, and so glass. <laughs> no, well, no, I know totally. Totally, glass yeah, I being just didn't really, he's yeah. even like a historic figure, and uh, which some people care I about that. But wow, uh, it was the Revenant. I was looking for South Dakota movies.
1: <gasps> ah, yes, yes, okay. That's cool. Very, now, now let's just say this is a win for you. Um, not not, that, you, not, not that, you, that the the person wins when the the player loses. But I'm just saying, yeah, because yeah, I I'm, I was totally if it if it got to Bear Attack maybe, but I I was thinking still thinking best friend quest. I was trying to think of. A lot of
0: other stuff. So yeah, no, I was so, tra- trying to throw you a curveball there, but I wanted yeah, to do Deadwood. Curveball. I wanted it's to, to do Deadwood ball. the movie, but it's like every other title is Hearst something, something right. Hearst.
1: <laughs> exactly. It's kind of like it had an agenda.
0: Trixie accosts um, Hearst. You know
1: what? Uh, Clarence frags Bob. <laughs> what? Um. What. So glass was the, the
0: boy. Wasn't there a boy? That- no, glass is the guy. That Leo DiCaprio plays. Oh, Leo DiCaprio. Yeah. Yes. Uh, While well, car-
1: carrying glass. Yes, yeah. of course. You know, because you, here's what here's what went into my head. I the, the, I thought the revenant was was of course you know, expertly made. I didn't actually care for it that much.
0: Well, and I, um, I was disappointed that the last track wasn't uh, cowardly moral cop out.
1: <laughs> very very nicely done. Very nicely done. <laughs> yeah, the ending so, of that
0: movie pissed me off. It
1: was terrible. When you said when you said carrying glass, this is what came to mind. Um I I, I couldn't get was it wait. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it's but I, I kept thinking hope floats. <laughs> what what was the what was the movie where it was a romantic like not comedy but you know a romantic comedy without jokes where <laughs> the the love interest was some guy who went out and he put lightning rods in the beach for lightning to strike it and then the lightning striking the sand would turn the glass sand to glass oh, and make these really interesting organic or, uh, art sculptures that's what i was thinking of for some reason but we never see them carry the glass in that movie, so I don't know what I was
0: thinking of.
1: But that's all I could think of, and I couldn't get it out of my head. So never would have gone to Leonardo DiCaprio. I can't, was that didn't Or was that Conic Jr.? Conaghy Jr. built the houses that everyone was like, oh, you do something. Uh, that was hopeful.
0: <laughs> I, I, I can't I remember. that one. Okay. Well, that was our first uh, own goal in... <laughs> Track marks. <laughs> no, I, I've
1: done that before, didn't I? I don't know. I don't
0: remember. Quick aside. Um,
1: <laughs> I,
0: I. It's just everyone. I, used it's because we. It's like, I was talking about something else right before I read the track, and like, it's like, right, right, you've got off point, right,
1: exactly. I distracted you about something else. Uh, I could. I, I could never, and I still have a hard time. I can't keep secrets about like gifts and stuff like that, and uh, it was kind of a joke. Uh, and I remember when I was in like in fifth or sixth grade, I can't remember what it was. I don't remember. We were young and, um, I, we went to the Bloomington mall and I went to get, I was thinking about getting a birthday present for my brother, even though that wasn't the purpose of the trip and it was a long way away. Um, but I went into a record store and I found the soundtrack to Christine John Carpenter's Christine. And I was like, oh, you remember the, when the t- cassette tape was put in those really long plastic <laughs> Yeah, um, to try to keep like it white, white, shoplifting. Things to keep shoplifting. And I found it and I ripped it. I was so excited that it had the Verassi Saraband, you know, edge on the thing. I was so excited. And I said, Mom, we gotta get this for Todd's birthday. And then uh, we go to MCL Cafeteria for lunch. And we're sitting there and in a long conversation. I'm just sitting there and I'm thinking about Christine, I'm thinking about the tape and the movie and the core and I just say out loud, "You know, Christine," <laughs> and, <then> I went, <laughs> and I went, and I then I stopped talking, and you know, Todd had no connection to the fact that a soundtrack or a movie or a gift, nothing, right? Yeah, but he just looked over at me and he goes. Did you buy me the soundtrack to Christine?
0: <laughs> <laughs> and mom was like,
1: wait, you can't do it. I'm like, how, how could he have gotten that from that?
0: I <laughs> <laughs> was well, like, why would you? <laughs> why, would you just about the movie. why would you react that way?
1: Why would you react? You know,
0: Christine. <gasps> <laughs> The revenant. Oh, that would have been a good one to pick. That's what I should have. <laughs> and then and then keep reading and then and yeah, then just keep reading. And then it's the revenant. That would have pissed you off. <laughs> you said it wasn't the revenant. No, I didn't. I said it would have been a good one to pick. And it, it would have been a good one to pick. <laughs> <laughs> said Raymond, friend. I was just congratulating myself. <laughs> My I peak in the future, and I thought this is going very well. Uh, well, we need to get this episode uh, back on track. So uh, we'll get to our discussion of Natalie Morales' Plan B by following this trail of arm glitter right into the break. And then you're going to give yourself a one Mississippi, a two Mississippi, a three Mississippi, four Mississippi. Got to be a morning
1: after. If we can hold on through the night, we have a
0: chance to find the sunshine. Let's keep on looking for the light. Oh, can't you see the morning after? And we're back. To talk about Plan B, our Plan A for this episode. Wade. (laughs) Yes. Do you think I'm overselling the Best Friend Quest thing? Like, there's just buddy comedies. There's buddy comedies, right? And there's the buddy comedies where it's like an odd couple. Like, are these two going to be able to get along, they're thrown together in a situation and like, uh, they're going to be able to work it out and like they do, you know, but there's some bumps along the way or uh, there's the buddy comedies where there's just some there's some obstacle, somebody's in their way, there's an obstacle like, I'm trying to ruin your fun and rah, 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 and they have to like work their way around uh, double secret probation or, or or, or you know, and then there's the, the, the quest comedy which uh, apparently Natalie Morales is very familiar with Having, uh, I listened to her uh, uh, interview on One A, the worst named uh, radio show of all time. <laughs> Impossible to find. Google that crap. Yeah, One A. Great job. Great job um, uh, on NPR. And she's like, I grew up watching teens sex comedies, and it's usually you know the buddies go on a quest, uh, and it's usually white males. So I was really happy when I saw the script where it was. Uh, a different uh, kind of characters getting to go on that quest and I was going to get I really wanted to make that and then so Booksmart came out rec- and like oh I will be able to make it because Booksmart was a hit so she's like she so knows she
1: what she's doing. recognized the quest aspect specifically.
0: Yeah you know and th- like lots of movies have quests but is it right. you know is there something I still got to get down to like is there something distinct I'm still trying to find here you know like I watched Romy and Michelle's high school reunion earlier this week. I thought maybe that's a best mm-hmm. friend quest. And I didn't really think it was. I didn't think it uh I didn't think it fit the criteria quite. Um, so I don't know. I'm still figuring this out. But anyway. I think you've I think you've made some very
1: astute observ uh like stakes in the ground of the criteria of what makes it specifically the a best friend quest. Um because, yeah, you're right, most, when you think of a buddy comedy, inherent in that is usually the fact that our protagonists hate each other, and then they become buddies Yeah, through their experience. Which is funny, because they call them buddy comedies, but then you're like, well, they're definitely not, usually not friends <laughs> in the beginning, they're adversaries, and then they come around to each other, uh, begrudgingly, usually, I mean, Lethal Weapon obviously being a
0: a prime example, even though yeah. it's not a comedy. I'd say that's a yeah. But I'd say that's an odd couple type pairing. Yeah, I think exactly, yeah. I think that's couple. one type of buddy comedy. Yeah, and maybe the most common. Right.
1: Type. I mean, I never saw Billy Wilder's Buddy Buddy, but given the sorry the the military flying over again, uh, <laughs> I never saw his Buddy Buddy. But uh, judging by the poster of Matha holding Jack Lemmon tied to a chair out a window, I'm assuming it goes the same way. <laughs> But that's, what I, that's the image I get in my head when I think of buddy comedy is that poster for some reason because hmm. it's called Buddy Buddy because sure. so, I'm the simpleton. I can, only, I can only make associations based on the exact word repeated. Yes,
0: you're very bad at making movie associations. We all know. <laughs> very <laughs> limited in that regard. I
1: just compare glass to a,
0: I don't know what. An ingot. <laughs> An ingot, there you go. Um, But, you know, like Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. There's an example of a buddy comedy that I don't think fits any of those ones I just described. It's like it's that's a it's a different thing. (laughs) But they do have a quest. They have a quest, but it's not a best. It's not what I'm trying to describe when I'm saying the best friend quest. Really? Their interests never diverge. Oh, they never diverge. They're not about they are trying to it's basically they are trying to overcome the the stick in the mud character who's trying to keep them down. You know? The, the dad, the military dad, and the, the, the teacher who's making them give this presentation. I don't have a name for that. I'm not trying to formulate that one. now this is the one. The best friend quest is the friends start. They have the identical interests, and they want to go on a quest to pursue some kind of next stage in their development. They want to go from stasis to metamorphosis. And in the mm-hmm. course of doing so, they realize that their interests have diverged. And so they question the friendship, and then they they reaffirm the friendship, and that's basically the arc. And there's all these things right. in between. Like there's the standpost. There tends to be a uh, chemically altered state. There tends to be uh, uh, well, I guess this is kind of common to lots of comedies. But there's the kooky character, the, the 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 character who already lives outside the boundaries of what they've been experiencing. So whatever freedom they're pursuing, there's a character that already has some version of that freedom. And that's either a cautionary tale or it's an enabling and somehow we're both. Um, uh, and then, then But almost
1: it almost always either feared or rejected, right? Or like like someone they want to stay away from, even though what they've kind of achieved what they kind of maybe
0: want yeah. in a way. And McLovin is like the 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 classic uh, version of that. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, even like my excuse favorite me, I'm sorry,
1: once I'm sorry, excuse me, one second. There's a there's been a helicopter this whole time literally circling our apartment. Just I was watching how much you were gonna have to edit because I was watching the level of the helicopter go as high as my voice on my track. It's it's rattling my um the floors and rattling the desk. Oh, sorry. So I was just like, you know what? I should probably be checking to see if there's something going on outside that I should Maybe there's an accident. be worried about, but then I um I looked out and it, it was no, nothing outside. I couldn't see anything. There wasn't anything like nobody was outside.
0: No bat signals.
1: No gunfire in the streets or anything, so that's all I really was concerned about. I still hear it out there. It's still there, but it's not like right over us now. Okay, so sorry. I apologize. Um That's all right. Well it's coming
0: back, but uh I'm But even my favorite my favorite best friend quest Never going back I don't think Follows the formula You know exactly
1: Oh no. I'm sorry That makes me very happy That's your favorite Best, uh, yeah. best,
0: best friend class? Yeah that's my favorite one
1: That makes me very happy I th- It's very close to my I, I, I had a I, Whenever I was thinking About this movie I kept trying to tell myself Not to compare it To be- never going back Because I felt like It was unfair to do so. <laughs>
0: Yeah <laughs> you know I don't know Maybe that's unfair Um but I, you know I think I think yeah. I think super bad and book smart like are the tent poles for this this subgenre. Right. Everything else is a variation on that somehow. Right. But let's talk about Plan B cuz Plan B yes. I thought Plan B was a lot of fun and very sweet and good-hearted movie and a lot of it was a lot of laughs. Give me laughs, Wade. I laughed yeah, at it. No. <laughs>
1: it's not right to laugh at it. It was <laughs>
0: It's 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 good comedy. It's good movie.
1: It was it was a very good movie. I I I, I laughed quite a bit myself. I, I you know didn't want to compare it to Never Going Back. But the reason I thought of was, I kept saying I kept thinking about something going. I like Never Going Back better. But this one I think I I was moved by this one more. I think this one had a little a lot bigger yeah. emotional component. No, yeah,
0: that's definitely true. That's definitely true. it was
1: definitely more jokey. Had like. Comedic, uh, uh, you know, moments, and 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 and, jam- rather than just like we're watching two people who are just, you know, never going back because people were just they were just genuinely funny people to
0: watch, right. Yeah,
1: <laughs> do whatever they were doing.
0: Um, <laughs> well, I don't. <laughs> but this Ed. Had... <laughs> uh, but yeah, there's 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 some quotes around some moments in this movie, but uh, that's uh, right. Uh, that was- Perfectly fine with that. But no,
1: I, I loved our two leads. I thought they were both oh, yeah.
0: great. Yeah, Victoria and, and Victoria good- Morales and Kuhu Verma, yeah. both great. Great yeah. chemistry. Very like they each have their own like distinct energy. Mm-hmm. They don't feel like they grew up friend- as friends since grade school. They feel like they met in junior high. Yeah, and like oh, we're the only you're the actually the only person here I like. You know, you're the yeah, uh, and so they just become friends even though they're like at their own styles and even their own like performing style like kind of comedy styles a little bit. Um, right. I, yeah, I, I, I love I, them. I love them both. I thought they were both great. Yeah, me too. Me too. And I was
1: curious how they fit into your um uh, uh, what, you, what you were going to bring up about The Best Friend Quest because it, there there is one thing about this movie that I think is does not fit your your predetermined marks which is they are not uh, to their. to I mean, to their credit, this isn't a detriment at all. But they are not kind of, you know, one inseparable. They're an inseparable pair, but they're not one like shared being like most of them are, you know, like Barb and Star. Barb and Star are basically <laughs> sharing the same hive mind. Yeah, and uh, and yeah. then the things the same, but like um, uh, Lupe and and Sunny, they they don't they are very different and withhold very a lot of things from each other and they um do. And, but they still but they have that mutual respect and love for each other that, that it, 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 trumps anything they might be doing like uh, uh on the dl or or that they might be hold, withholding from each other you know
0: they want the same things but they're the way they're they they think they have to Withhold from the other one where that's different, where they, where they've diverged. Mm. Yeah, no, that's, you're right. This and whole that's not dissimilar
1: from Seth and Evan in in Superbad. That's well, not and dissimilar. Well, Booksmart
0: too, where uh yeah, other so, yeah. One is applied for um, the the other school, so it, it, the, the you know that's it's in there too. But I think this one, so this, this whole movie is really about trusting people to make the right call like give people the chance right. to do the right thing. They might surprise you. That's it. If there's one theme for the movie, I'd say right. that's it. And I I think that like it kind of applies to to all the all the arcs. Um, and that is even after making mistakes. Yeah. Right. Almost especially after making right. mistakes. Like having right. sex you didn't want to have. <laughs> you yeah. know? Like maybe right. you just trust that uh, if someone says they like want to have warning after contraception that you just um, like go with that. Maybe just go with that. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. But also, you know like give give your friend a chance to be cool with you being into girls. give right uh, your friend a, a, a chance to get over her disappointment that you didn't uh, hook up with the, the right boy. Give your dad a chance to accept that you're into girls. Even though, oh, a second!
1: I'm sorry. There's, there is a lot of police activity on my street right now. Uh, it's cool, quite a bit. What'd you so, do? Uh, if you, uh, oh, <laughs> how much time do you got? <laughs> but uh, no, it's. Um, I just took a peek out my window, and there's 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 many 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 police cruisers and SUVs out there, in a helicopter circuit. So I, uh, they're trying to shut down.
0: You watched it wrong. Right? They're like. <laughs> <laughs> maybe they don't want the secret of the best friend quest being, like, maybe they if someone actually gets the definition right, then, like, something, like, Hollywood ends or something. I don't know. Right. Like, well, you know,
1: we all, what you know, we're not going to go through that whole Manic Pixie Dream Girl thing again. We saw what happened there. So you coin a new phrase. It's the Hollywood police. <sighs> <sighs> well, <laughs> yeah,
0: they want to cut that down. And well, put Tragic a on that. Pixie Dream Girl didn't take off.
1: That didn't really. <laughs> that was my. After that was my bid. Yeah, I wanted the But yeah, so uh forgive uh I I apologize. We'll try to cut out as much as possible. Sorry for the constant helicopters and and stuff that you uh, you may be hearing. And I'll just add some yeah. drama to the episode. That's right. If we were doing the fugitive it'd be better, if, but
0: we're doing If you all not. hear breaking glass and footsteps and like <laughs> boots. Yeah, don't worry about it. If
1: you hear me screaming for my life, don't worry about it. It's all good. It's all good.
0: You just keep right on talking about Plan B. I just hope you're recording on a laptop and that they need to take it as evidence so that we (laughs) (laughs) can continue recording in the back of the car. Squad car.
1: Get it back in the old paddy wagon. You see, I got the privilege to be able to joke about
0: that. (laughs) Well, before the police so rudely interrupted, we were talking about... (laughs) We were talking about what this movie is about, which is about just being, um, it's about giving people a chance to do the right thing. Give your dad a right. chance to accept you for being gay, even if in his first scene, nothing <laughs> in his vibes or demeanor, like, or his attitude about lipstick will remotely give you any any confidence that uh, that he will do that, but. And it's a scary thing to do, but you gotta you gotta take that chance you gotta take that chance with people mm-hmm. you gotta be have the chance of being honest have the chance of letting people be who they are and do what they gotta do. That's what this movie's about i think that's what that's the lesson I took from it
1: I think it's a good lesson i didn't yeah i i you said earlier that um that Natalie Morales grew up uh uh watching all these movies. Uh, um, like this, and I, I've always liked Natalie Morales a lot. I, I didn't realize she had such a. a, a I didn't realize she had um, two movies in the works as director. I don't think that's I've awesome. ever
0: seen her as an actor. I see. I didn't get into Parks and Rack, which I think was her yeah. big. That's her big role, right? Uh, no. Well, maybe one of her higher profile ones. Okay.
1: Yeah, but she just did a few. She did a. a it was like a short stint and then she had a much beloved like couple appearances in, near the end of the series okay so she only was on it for like a probably like a 7 to 10 episode oh, round okay. it wasn't very long right. she was uh, uh she was one of uh, she was probably the most important girlfriend in Aziz Ansari's uh, Tom Haverford's life which parks and rec i i really want to rewatch the whole series again because it is i love parks and rec so much might be one of my Favorite TV shows of all time, mm. and um, um and there's been also a lot one, of TV shows. There have been, and uh, I really, uh, uh, yeah, I, I really want to watch that again. And she was pr- particularly good in that show, um, on her, her stand. But I, kn- I first knew of her. She was on the show called The Middleman, which was a, a youth-oriented, like superhero, sh- super spy kind of show. The only reason I tuned into it was because. Um, uh, my my friend Rob Nagel, who's an actor I cast in my short film, um, uh, and uh, he, I heard he was on a it. short
0: film, Caution Sign. Caution Sign. Still That's streaming
1: correct. on? Yeah, still stream Wherever
0: you stream stuff like that. Horror. It's on YouTube. You can find it on YouTube or in Vimeo. Sure. Yeah. Caution Sign. If they search Caution Sign Wade Carney, will they? Yeah, they'll find it. Okay. And they'll see uh, the great performances of
1: Rob Nagel
0: and uh, Amber Ganey Mead. Yeah, give it a, give it excellent, a. Excellent, excellent actors. Give it a look, everybody. It's good, it's good stuff. So that's. It won a know. prize at a horror festival.
1: It did. It won a few. Uh, won. Best editing and best uh, screenplay. It was nominated for five. Oh, We're not here to talk about that. We're talking about Natalie Morales. And so Natalie Morales, um, but I think. Uh, The first time I really took note of her, she was on this show called uh, Trophy Wife, which people disregarded, but um, I actually thought it was a really good show. It was a a show created by Emily uh, Halpern, and I can't remember the other woman's name who who co-created it, but it was a show with uh, Melina Ackerman and Bradley Whitford about basically the assumptions you make about... A trophy Someone who's like A quote unquote Trophy wife mm. And Natalie Morales So she Malene, Malene Ackerman Is basically Marries an older man With a big family And She shows herself To be To kind of She was a party girl But she shows herself To break the stereotypes That people have of her In of that light And Natalie Morales Is her best friend okay. Who is always Exacerbating The stereotypes
0: <laughs> Emily but, uh, Halpern she, and Sarah Haskins was the Sarah other. Sarah
1: Haskins, that's okay. right. I actually thought it was a really good show. I really enjoyed it. It had a great cast. And Natalie Morales in particular was my takeaway from that. I was like, she's really good. And so every time I see her pop up uh, there and there, um, she's, uh, she's always a very welcome uh, uh, presence. Someone I'm always excited to see on screen. And so when I heard when I when you said Plan B and I checked it out, I had heard of it, but I didn't know she directed it. I was like, oh, okay. All right. I'm excited. And uh it delivered on comedy and it delivered on I was really there's a lot of things I really um
0: it was a fun movie. I really enjoyed it. I thought it had a little bit of a sparkle to it. I really um I thought uh Morales has a real voice as a director. Um mm. Uh, I thought I thought it was great. I, I, it was interesting. I'm I'm gonna say some things that sound like criticisms. Just I think they were just kind of odd. Like it had some odd pace to it in terms of the structure, and maybe that's a lot of it of the script. Script by, uh, I have it here, Prati Shrinivasan. No, oh, I'm sorry, uh, Prati Shrinivasan. Shrivasan. Shrinivasan giving that a try she didn't her name wasn't mentioned in the interview um, I listened to I was, I was trying to get I was trying to get an ear for the names and it just that uh, that didn't come up um, Prati Srinivasan good script it's funny it was a good script funny script i thought it was, it was very, and i thought it was really smartly written um, in terms of its topicality i thought i thought it i I thought it. Uh, uh, go ahead. What do you think? No, 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 no! I interrupted you. You go ahead. <laughs> um I thought, I thought it did a good job. But, you know, well, Morales said it really well in the interview, which was, you don't have to be preachy about the way things should be, if you just describe the way things are, and just see how people have to well deal said. with the way things are. And I thought, this, I thought this, I thought they kind of nailed it. I mean, like that. Obviously, she knew what she was doing. Um, she saw that in the script and, and she really made that in the movie is you just like show the world these people are in and like how this shit is obstacles and how it really oughtn't to be. Like it really right. it just doesn't have to be this way, you know and you don't have to talk about what the solution is like it's just obvious like uh, duh like come on we can do better than this. Right? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. There, There was something that I kept thinking about
1: that I, I kept thinking, I don't know if this is, is it, is it not, is it flow? Is that the thing that isn't completely really gelling with me? I don't know. But, um, but I, 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 but as much as I couldn't put my finger on what I thought wasn't making it gangbusters, I, I couldn't put my, I it wasn't even, nece- it wasn't an impediment to me enjoying this really wonderful movie at the same time. So, uh, I guess I really don't have a, anything <laughs> to identify but
0: um, well, since I brought it up, I'm just gonna say because I don't know if it'll come up organically. There's like there's there's parts like at the gas station and then at the mm-hmm. uh, the uh, scary adult drug party, um, uh, another callback to uh, Super bad, where it just felt like we're yeah, spending really a lot sick. of time here. you know like, it felt like the movie mm-hmm. I, I just kind of expected like the clock in my head expected the movie to move on, especially if it's like a road movie at this point. In the proceedings, right. and it's like, "Oh, it's like this chapter is longer than I expected this chapter to be um that and you know and, and it you, wasn't like you a, get some... I didn't think it was a problem it was just it felt right no, it just felt odd and only in the sense that it was unexpected.
1: I was never not entertained um the uh, and when you put eat someone like edie patterson in front of me i'll i'll watch i'll watch her do anything, <laughs> so uh she's very funny." And, but yeah at the, uh, I was the, the, Those segments Did feel like a Okay now we're just Stopping to watch Somebody riff For a while <laughs> Or was it someone Stopping just to watch Them be funny to, for a bit Do the and then bit, she, Which
0: I don't and then believe she, That those girls Would get that reference I don't <laughs> right, right. I, I don't even know If Natalie Morales If I expect her To get that reference It might be the remake Could be the remake Oh shit Yeah they re- <laughs> oh, God damn
1: <laughs> um,
0: Okay but I'm they, just showing so uh, my age now <laughs>
1: Um I haven't seen it so I don't know if it would carry the same footloose thing Who's who
0: stars in that?
1: Uh I I don't think there's a you don't think there's a star <laughs> Well, no, well, that's just it. I I don't think it was, I was, I was, okay. I was going to say something shitty, which was, I was going to say no one of note, which would be a terrible thing to say. I don't know what to say, but Craig Brewer made it. Oh yeah.
0: Hustle and flow.
1: Yeah. Craig Brewer made it. So like, that's what made me go, well, maybe I I should see this movie.
0: Well, I, okay. I should check this out. Um... Kenny War oh I I don't know those guys Kenny Warmall, Julian Howe
1: Miles Teller. Julian Howe I know I've heard I've I've heard of her Okay Andy and
0: McDowell uh, and Dennis Quaid uh, So there we go There we there go, we go right. Some stars from our oh, generation well, it's back when,
1: Wade we can- It's back when Miles Teller was in supporting roles <laughs>
0: Who's Miles Teller I don't know who that
1: is. Oh he's the star of Whiplash and he was Reed Richards in that Fantastic Four remake and he's uh, was Rocky
0: Marciano in something I think. I've I should not see any of those. So sorry. the Divergent series, I've.
1: Yeah, he he was a he was a young a young uh, kid uh, not kid actor, but <laughs> you know, teenager actor who's moving into. Yeah, he, he's he, growing he's up, grown up and into. He's to growing act. up in. Well, he's growing up into roles that I just never would have thought he would ever be considered for, let alone, hmm. and and doesn't. I don't think really fits. <laughs> But that's just a. Again, I you don't need me dictating what you can and can't do. So don't listen to me.
0: But anyway, this yes, um, is not a career vi- advice. God damn it! <laughs> this is what? not a career advice podcast. Don't come no. here looking for career advice. We're not successful Hollywood people. Why would you listen to us? Right. All we are are people with don't like who think very carefully. And try to think very deeply about what movies do and how that has an effect on us as a viewer and what makes us love right. them, what makes us love movies. so exactly. I'm not even really so much into what
1: makes us dislike movies or angry. I just I'm more interested in what yeah what like I, I just you know what I watched the other day? Um, well, I watch because I'm listening to the Great with Gorley and Russ podcast, I've been watching I watched Jaws 3 and Jaws the Revenge recently. I knew
0: there must be a reason why you were
1: and and uh I have to say kinda I kinda didn't hate Jaws the Revenge. (laughs) It's not good. But I I I I could see what it felt it I could see that it actually wanted to do something. Whether or not it did it well was something different, but it, it didn't. It it wanted to do something specific, and I honestly don't think it was something that really was wanted in a Jaws franchise movie. Certainly not for the audience of someone that would come to see the fourth <laughs> Jaws sequel. But still, it was doing something that was almost mature in a way, and like uh, uh, I actually kind of I I had to respect it for it. Weirdly. Because it's not good. I've only,
0: yeah, I've only seen it once. <laughs> but I like it. When I was a kid, but here's my measure of how I feel, or figure it must be bad is that I'm always surprised when I see that Michael Caine was in it because I remember it being Brian Brown. <laughs> <laughs> the poor man's Michael Caine.
1: Which is really funny that you say that because isn't Brian Brown Australian? I
0: don't know. Just
1: uh, you know, I, he's in I FX, think he's
0: also, which is a movie I really he's like. He's in FX, which I love FX.
1: I even I love FX so much that I even kind of like FX Two. <laughs> oh, I didn't see FX Two. <laughs> I don't remember a damn thing from it, but I remember I was
0: still watching it. If they hadn't used Mysterio, they could have redone FX as a, a Marvel Studios oh, Mysterio <laughs> like expanded universe. I gotta watch. Or I guess it'd be a Sony. It. Uh, it's
1: got a great texture. Yeah, Sony like Alien expanded
0: Spider Verse.
1: That would have been a great intonation game quote. It's called a great texture like alien flesh.
0: Uh, that's from FX. Yeah, it's from I FX. I hope it's not like, from like, FX, too. His,
1: his girlfriend is cooking food or something, and he picks up what she's making and remote, rem, remarks that it's, he, it's something you could, it's like Alien Flesh. And God. she's like, you never stop thinking about this stuff, do you? And He says, no. And then
0: they make out. Just say you remember <laughs> a line of dialogue from FX, <laughs> but the intonation of that line of dialog <laughs> Well, it's the oh exactly. wait, that's right. You're not good at associating things with movies. I forgot. <laughs> it's right. Can't do it. That didn't happen. Can't do it.
1: Can't do it. But well, what I do associate with with playing B is a lot of great. Um, I really liked Sunny. Uh, I, as I said, I liked them
0: both. I think it's Sunny, um, isn't it Sunny? Sunny. I'm sorry, Sunny. Um, Wrong I ethnic. Really that is not the correct ethnic group. <laughs> and attempt the intonation
1: And that was uh, Jay J, uh, Chanda I can't say his last name either From um, uh, what's the, the comedy group He's from that did Super Troopers and stuff Shandra Broken Shaker. Lizard Yeah I, I saw his name I always said Chanda Sar, but I don't think it's right I saw his name in the credits I'm like oh he's in this great and as then, a pharmacist? Like, uh, When he showed up as a pharmacist I didn't even think recognize him oh. But uh that was, again, yeah, that's kind of the, it's one of those things where I if, if, if that was the unnecessary obstacle of the movie that, of society, honestly, that um, the movie pointed out very well without, without
0: preaching, just like, what am I going to do? I, yeah, um, I think I, that's one of my favorite moments is just where he's like uh sorry my hands are tied like he's in the yeah. claiming his hands are tied when he's in the position of power
1: well he even he even he, i mean i mean that was a, a pretty uh written out uh, thing uh where he says my hands are tied morally speaking yeah
0: <laughs> right like no they're not her hands no. are, her hands are tied you're doing exactly what you want to do dude you know like, right yeah i hate that bullshit like sorry, I, I don't have a choice in the matter. I don't have a choice. It's, it's, f- it's fucking your choice that's in, in, you're imposing yeah. on me. You know. I don't have a
1: choice because I don't want to.
0: <laughs> but I mean, you have made the choice. Point, I'm living your choice. You I'm know? living your choice yeah, exactly. That's, that's I mean, from their point of, from their point of view,
1: they're like from their point of view, they're like I do not want to participate in murder. And from that perspective, you can see. You can you kind of go okay. I I can see that it's like, but, but she's not at pregnant the same yet. She's not murder. She's
0: not pregnant yet. Right. So it's I don't I can't condone you having sex.
1: Exactly. You know? Exactly. If
0: I if I give you this pill, that means you'll be you'll feel free to have sex whenever you want. Exactly. So and you need and to get you know, pregnant you, now <laughs> to stop you <laughs> to stop you from having from all the having sex, having you want. sex.
1: Then so be it. Yeah, horrible, pretty fucked horrible, up, horrible uh, point of view. It, very much so, but in, in so much so, and so much so in the guise of having a clean conscience.
0: Yeah, right. I just feel so, so, so bad up. for all the little sperms swimming around inside <laughs> you right now, trying to form a viable <laughs> pregnancy. <laughs> And where their C could find no purchase.
1: Um, you said earlier, uh, one thing I you said earlier, uh, the thing about what I mentioned making mistakes, and you said like having sex with someone you don't want to. The one thing I actually really did like about this movie was that it was presented, the fact that she had her first sexual experience with someone she actually didn't really want to have it with, but did it anyway, at her choice, not hit. I mean, like she initiated it, right? Yeah, um, yeah. It was
0: like pity sex, where she was pitying herself. <laughs> so she was pitying herself,
1: right? But it, the movie doesn't con. This movie and the situation doesn't condemn her for, um, that choice, right? It, despite right. being a mistake. Yeah. Like it's a mistake because she was pitying herself, so I'm gonna do this, I want to do this now just so I'd feel better about myself. Um, even though it's not a choice she would have made otherwise. But it doesn't it, it doesn't say, well now you've condemned yourself because this was a horrible thing to do. It, it it says this is just one of many mistakes one makes in a life. Yeah.
0: And it's fine. Like and not to jump ahead too much for people to want to have sex. Right,
1: <laughs> it kind of is.
0: It happens told... all
1: the time. <laughs> and so, um, so I did. I really appreciated uh, 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 that, and and, and and you could tell that she was struggling with a lot of those feelings. But it was it, the fact that they didn't bring it up.
0: Well, she didn't. Uh, she she couldn't tell Lupe. You know that right? Uh, she couldn't
1: tell Lupe that she because not only that you know they've made fun of Kyle forever. They've Kyle's annoying, but then she, and also she wanted to kind of be on her level for a change, and yeah. so lots of lots of very relatable stuff. Um,
0: I will say it. It felt like movie logic. It felt artificial. Yeah. How long she was going to go without telling Lupe that she had sex with Kyle.
1: That's my biggest complaint about the movie, because I feel like, like, I feel like Sonny would have told Lupe that long
0: before Lupe told her that she was gay, right? It also felt less believable to me that Lupe would keep it a secret that Logan was a yeah. a woman, especially if, or a girl, as I, Logan seems older, um... Especially if she thinks she's coming to the party. Like, she was going to wait for her to come to the party and, like, ta-da, Logan's a girl. I'm in into girls. Like, that doesn't seem, that felt, like, right. you know, it's, it's only because it was withheld from us at that point that it yeah. that didn't feel weird at the time. But, like, in retrospect, if you rewatch the movie, like, the fact that she's expecting to Logan to sh- show up, but she hasn't told, she's hiding from Sunny that it's a right. woman. Like, that doesn't work you know And she's
1: and she's going to invite her to a high school party full with all the worst clicky gossipy <laughs> judging right. people.
0: And this is how she's going to Yeah,
1: that didn't that's like no that would be the last place I would think she'd yes. want her to come but right. I see how she'd want to be like I want to take the opportunity to, to see you you know, for the first time in an area where we could actually populate maybe under yeah. some, you know, so this is where, i you I'd know, see that.
0: There's like, there's parts of the movie that kind of have quote marks around them. I'm like, we're in movie zone here. At, we're not trying to like have verisimilitude, you know? Right. And that's, exactly. that's okay. It, we're, you know, it's, it's, okay. it's a I forgave it, Right.
1: I forgave it for that because of what they are able to get to later. But, um, but yeah, I thought, I thought her desperation of Sonny's desperation at, at her situation would have toppled um any reticence she had to 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 the truth, to Lupe knowing the truth. You yeah. know, that she would she would confide like I'm this whole, this thing just happened and I can't hold it in. You know, I given that they how close they were and open they were about so many things, I would right. have thought that but other, felt... other
0: things they do discuss.
1: <laughs> right. Um
0: <laughs> yeah, right um, it, Yeah, like the reason for not Telling Sonny Like it didn't it didn't ring true
1: Yeah Like what about Sonny made Lupe Think that she wouldn't accept that Yeah, right I, I mean, some of the fears I can see But I, then again, I've never really been in that situation So I can't really speak But um, to, I can't really criticize What's realistic and what isn't No, if you want to do a,
0: like a head A head edit Like, she was going to, like, she's proposing a sleepover. They're going to have a sleepover before the party gets proposed because of the Hunter thing. Like, she was going to tell her then at the sleepover. Right. Right. But then, like, oh, wait, there's this thing with you and Hunter, and we can have the party and coming up and this. Okay, so I'll put that on hold. You know, like, maybe that gets interrupted. But we have have to fill in, we have to fill in something for ourselves because it doesn't quite, it doesn't quite work. Maybe if we work on the first watch, it's okay, but on a rewatch, like, oh, yeah, no, this isn't—this isn't fit.
1: I mean, by the time they're on the road trip, that's when everything should come out, because yeah. it's like, this is real. We have to, like, be—this is the problem that I'm—yeah.
0: She reveals she's in the Christian trap.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Very fun scene. It was a fun scene. Like, <laughs> Luke Bates, or Sonny's like, who are you?
0: <laughs> so I wanted, like— Yeah. I— Kuhu Verma is very funny, mm-hmm. has very expressive eyes. Victoria mm-hmm. Morales has very expressive chin. Like I loved yeah. just like oh, yeah, how yeah. like she has like a very geometric kind of performance. Like she's constantly making angles with her head and and neck, which I just found fascinating. Like I did I she's such a physical
1: yeah, performer her jaw drops
0: were it's not quite a physical role like there's no physical comedy that I can think of that she has to perform but it's still a very physical like embodiment of her character and like her reactions to things like the way she sells jokes I thought was very physically engaging
1: yeah like see her and Allison Peel as sisters and something they have a similar vibe but yeah it is interesting how even uh, I, I liked I mean as much as we are kind of saying well that's 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 stretching the bounds of credulity. I, I do like the fact that they that you have two close friends who would die for each other um, can still keep secrets. Yeah. And are really keeping secrets f- from themselves more than anybody. But Or yeah. for themselves, I guess, really, for well, their for, own protection. But they, they still well, can for have Sunny, secrets that they're scared so I, what of. What I
0: thought what I thought was gonna be an exp- explanation for her withholding it is because Kyle Feels terrible About what he's done He's just betrayed his faith You know Right Like he's betrayed his own Like sense of morality And And, and, and of himself Like he's violated His own identity In that way Right In a way that Sonny Hasn't mm-hmm. quite Done the same way If she was already ready To, to have sex that night uh, Kyle wasn't Right um, And And so I thought I thought it was going to be an, out of respect to Kyle that she wasn't telling Lupe, and that ended up not being it. Right? That wasn't that no. wasn't the expression. Ex- no. <laughs>
1: <that, laughs> very little respect is paid to Kyle, except that he is given the moment of giving a very wonderful sentiment at the end. Um, yeah.
0: Well, I want to talk about how this movie given treats that, Kyle. Yeah. Right. Who's introduced yeah. as the big dork, kind of the McLovin character, right?
1: Yeah, and, and, and a bit I always don't like it when the I mean, McLovin's projecting a lot, but I don't like it when characters like Kyle are presented as as, as they are and then actually have a view of themselves like their of their of the you know, he's presented as being someone who thinks he's Chris Pratt. <laughs> <laughs> yes.
0: And I'm like the n- macho <laughs> Christian White Guy. I don't want to compare church. Right. I don't want to compare church. I think it's <laughs> such a, I, great that's line. a great line. I think it's I think it's fair to people who like church, you know? Like he comes off as being yeah. a dork, but not because he's Christian, just because he's dorky. <laughs> right? Like that's right. a difference. The the movie feels like it's respectful to the fact that he he didn't want to have premarital sex like he had a vision of himself as wanting to keep Abstinent until marriage, he feels mm-hmm. bad that he didn't hold to that. Cave pretty quickly. Caved pretty quick because he's a, <laughs> you know he's a teenager and he's a young man you know, who's like suddenly he's being yeah uh, scratch a Christian and you find a horn dog right like this <laughs> he's human too. <laughs> But he feels bad. That's not what he wanted to do with himself. You know, he was, he was making a choice for himself. It wasn't his mom making it for him. Like, he was actually owning that mm-hmm. choice, right? And I think the movie respects that. It, it, yeah. It, uh, you know, it, it makes him comic relief in a sense. But at the end, like, you're right. Like, his, 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 his speech about, you know, Jesus forgives, he's speaking the values that the pharmacist should have been living. Right. Yes. Like it's not for me to judge. Exactly. And so I think he's speaking to the, I think he's speaking to the theme of the movie. Right?
1: Absolutely. They, they give him that, that platform and that, the ability to speak to the theme. And then immediately, you know, you want to come to my uh, youth group? No. <laughs>
0: Click. Yeah. <laughs> There's they a They get line. to make their own choice. You know, they don't have to make the they same choice. They get to make their own choice. Kyle exactly. Kyle makes to get, gets to make a choice for Kyle. He doesn't get to make the choice for anybody else.
1: Exactly, and you know, Lupe's dad is a pastor. In this, and uh, she's she's um, I, I I really love the shot of her walking out of her house angry and kicking over the statue. <laughs> yeah, that's great, and then going back and putting it back up. <laughs> she solves that and so then, well. It, she does, and then later the Christian trap, uh, the song is that she's so rebelling against the oppressive nature of her Christian family. uh, uh, Traditional, you know, the the, those values, but I gotta admit, I really love this song. (laughs) (laughs) I really do. It's pretty awesome, and that just that there's complexity there. It's not hypocritical. It's it's per complexity. It's it's. I really really appreciated that. Um, And speaking of perplexity can I jump
0: to the end, or do you want me to not jump to the end? Yeah, jump to the end. But we're coming back to the penis. Just so you know.
1: We're we'll coming back to the penis, of course. I'll always comes back to the penis. Um, when the movie went from good to great for me was when the Planned Parenthood was closed down, and Sonny's raging, and we're wondering how are these two friends gonna work this out? How are they gonna resolve yeah. the problem? And she says, I want my mom. Yeah. And it it did to me. It did not feel pathetic in any way. It really felt like this is what needs to happen now. This is where the mom needs to be. Like like we tried, and and it's all above us at this point. And I I just really appreciated that moment of like. I can't deny that this isn't something that I have to bring her in. I need her help.
0: Yeah, I need to take that chance. And I, I need to, I need to take, take that, that chance, chance and trust her I, that she can do the right tr- thing by me. That she yeah. can.
1: And then, even more so. I love the fact they have their argument and she comes home and finds her the, the Indian Ma- India Mafia. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, that guy who was so scared of being part of the of being With seen, his... still informed yeah. the Indian <laughs> Mafia. But like, I, I you know, from the, our Indian friends that we know, that's
0: actually kind <laughs> of... Maybe he is. was like, well, my wife already knows by now. <laughs> I <don't>, I <laughs> exactly. Loose. So... Um, but
1: I also really loved that, because I, I kind of started seeing it coming.
0: That And the Indian you know, Moppy thing, by the way, is like one of the jokes, like there's, there's speaking to like your cultural truth and their stereotyping. I took uh-huh. a seminar. I took a seminar. We're talking about the difference between like understanding someone's cultural background and stereotyping is when you look at the person, are all these things you associate with their culture, are those... Thing standing in front of them or standing behind them.
1: Ooh, that's well said.
0: <laughs> yeah, thanks, Nawar. That was his name.
1: <laughs> um, but I really, really appreciated um, when they had their they had their argument. Um, but then when she comes into her room, and Sonny doesn't say. I had sex with a boy I didn't even want to I, I wanted to but I, I just want to get over I had this thing I just, she didn't go in a, she just stated the problem at hand which was I need the morning after pill I need the plan B pill yeah. that's all she said right and her mom's like, and the pharmacist wouldn't and give and he what? <laughs> yeah <laughs> because because I thought to myself if you did tell your mother your mother would most likely be like at least the mother that they presented to us before would be like, "No, no, she is getting that pill, <laughs> <laughs> and that
0: pharmacist is not going to stand in the way." That was such a good. I mean, you know, you could have yeah. put a needle scratch at that second. <laughs> Wait, back <laughs> up. I, I felt it back was coming, up. but yeah, he wouldn't give you the pill. Like this, it was
1: such. Right. I'm, she 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 was more offended by him not him not giving her daughter the pill. Than her daughter get in this being in the situation. That's
0: okay. I right?
1: th- And that's what I love so much, because that's that would be the real truth. It's like he didn't help my daughter.
0: What's that what's that act what's the actor's name? The mom. The mom? I don't know, but she was great. She was great. And her timing on her. that was perfect. Because it was it really it's like one of those it's like it's one of those moments that does several things at once. Uh, which I love. Right. You know, it's it's funny, like it's unexpected. So it's like a whiplash unexpected. moment. Like whoa, it's not what I where I expected her to go. And it's like a relief. It's like an emotional relief at the same time, yeah. right? Like
1: oh. and it makes and it also makes a great uh point about the rela- about, you know, uh community care, people mistreating your children, p- your 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 children um in need and like I'm going to listen to yeah. you, and it's like, like a hero moment. Not, not it's only, like it's a totally a hero yeah. moment. It's funny, it's unexpected, it's a, but it's really a hero moment in the sense that that I'm coming to your defense, and um, uh, yeah, completely a hero moment. Yeah. I mean, that, that's, it's it still remains my favorite moment in the movie. Is the he did what? Yeah, <laughs> it's like
0: parents, if you want your kids to tell you about yeah. the shit that's going on with them, you have to right. Not punish them for being honest with you, right? Yeah. Exactly. You need to reward them for that shit. <laughs> Have your kids exactly. back.
1: So many people, you know, we keep saying things like, as parents, I don't want you to make the mistakes I did, when you might be more, and that's why a lot of people get upset and invested and like, oh, I oh, don't want you wanna... yeah. and then you're kind of, but really you should be saying, expecting, you're going to make Mistakes. You're
0: going to make your own mistakes. You're going to make your own yeah. mistakes. You,
1: you might very well make the same ones I did. Might be, maybe not. But or they'll make different ones. But either way, now we're here. Now we're here, and we're gonna we're gonna
0: guide through because yeah. that's what as parents we're supposed to but do. If you make a mistake, just tell me. I tell I my kids, I will never punish you for telling the truth. Just tell me. Just right. tell me. Just tell me what's going on. We'll figure it out. Exactly. It's beautiful. So, yeah. I also tell them we won't get in trouble for swearing. Because I'd <laughs> rather you swear at each other than hit each other.
1: It's <laughs> <laughs> a good point. Yeah, my son's really gotten into that now, and I'm I'm
0: having some sort of problem. <laughs> yeah, it can go too far. I let him know, and it's like, okay, that's going to be a problem in some context. <laughs> you can't don't make a habit of that. I think my brother,
1: my brother always used to tell his kids those words— now, just know those are words you don't say around teachers or grandmas, yeah, right? <laughs> Which I, you know is reductive, but I do I do appreciate the kind of you're, you're saying. Look, there's social boundaries. They're just words, but you gotta set boundaries, yeah. and yeah, boundaries are really important. Yeah, um, but I uh, context it is, is really
0: yeah.
1: I do fight these. Like, it to hear my son say things like "screw you" is when he's playing video games It's, like, it's just. It's it, ugly. It's, you know. it's ugly. It's very just, yeah. dist- and I realize how much I say stuff that is just ugly. Yeah, and so um, I, you know, the thing, something I used to do all the time, and I got to go back to doing it is, is if they said a word that was bad or whatever, I would say find another way to say that. Yeah, say that again. That's good. And say it differently. And then they say, because I'm trying to say, because those words have their purpose, they have their place, they have their uses.
0: But when you use them all the time. (laughs) Right. And then you're appealing to his sense of creativity, right? Right. Yeah. Right.
1: I just say, say that again, but with different words. And he goes, okay. And yeah, he's usually more receptive to that, too. It's not like uh, defensive. He's like, "Uh, okay, yeah. Appealing <laughs> to his creativity, right exactly all right, so speaking of um uh offensive things, <laughs> we'll get to your much beloved penis uh wow, I
0: didn't say how much I loved it you're uh, now you're putting things in my mouth words oh the no words we've talked about it before, showing a little peen <laughs> in a movie, you know we've gotten a lot of we have. Reels and reels of boobage, especially in comedies. Well not especially erotic films, I guess, would have lots of boobs too. But we have a long history of comedy films showing yeah. boobage and no peenage. Right. Whereas,
1: you know, you have buts, to say, I buts, mean butts are, are pretty common. Butts are, buts very are common. funny. I, I I wouldn't um I know it's it's reductive and probably not very, um, you know, unnecessarily body shaming. But I, I do think penises are inherently funnier than anything on the woman's
0: body. So a flaccid penis is just kind of, yeah. you know, a little, you know, a ding dong. Yeah, You call it a ding dong, it's because you think it's funny. It's not because I mean, nobody's trying to in the w- impress anybody by, with their ding dong, right. right? It's literally in the way. Of like everything Walking Everything Now I would like to think uh, a, a nice Erect Strong cock Could be Erotic Where is this going? I'm not <laughs> <laughs> Oh okay You know Oh do you mean So it's natural in Okay alright I I, You know I would like I would hope <laughs> That to hope. A, a female gaze I hope that that would be An erotic sight You know I don't know Sadly I'd say about
1: 99% of the time it's not. It doesn't, you know, it doesn't it, contextually. It
0: doesn't arouse me, but I hope I hope it's, I hope right. God I hope it's arousing. But a flaccid penis uh yeah, it looks it, it, you know, it's got to be kind of silly.
1: That is that is a different thing because the things that arouse us uh, visually on a on a woman's body doesn't necess doesn't change that much well, from aroused state nipples. to nipples. None Dude, well, oh, yeah, I said that much. I said that. no. <laughs> uh, Libia majora. Well, there you go. Hello. You see, you now see how effective I am in the in that front. <laughs> but I'm just saying. I'm just saying. There's not. There's not a. There's Yeah. There's not a high degree of change. Just, Are you no, looking at arch- me, ba- okay, whatever.
0: Jesus, Wade. <laughs> For fuck's sake. I mean, try only what, what they say when say in the movie only serial killers do that Did you ever see those pupils dilate those hot you know <laughs> that, like beady serpent eyes
1: <laughs> you see like you know saucer eyes kind of open up no there are no, obviously there are little nuances I'm saying, but I'm saying that there's there's nothing radically changing like from plastic to detergent I mean like you're just
0: tripling in size. So, exactly. Yeah. Okay. Exactly.
1: No the mating horn doesn't <laughs> ascend from their top of their head or anything like that. You know, when you, you know, it's like
0: you don't get. You're like taking the, your cues from other yeah. things, you know. You know, the baboon so, wins, uh, in heat <laughs> looks like a big red catcher's mitt. <laughs> <laughs> no mistake in that. Phil Hartman. Uh, is that that corpse uh, plan over there?
1: What? <laughs> What I'm sorry, I was, thinking, I was just imagining what else looks like, that other than the red catch I was really thinking that aren't there those plants that smell like rotting meat? That are just like open to like catch flies, and then they're like Venus fly traps that close up. I don't know. That's does um, not the association I uh, usually yeah, make.
0: What, what was that about your mind not making associations? You went right to corpse smell. I'm talking about sexual hey, arousal. No, so. That, that is... Hey, whatever floats your boat, man. I'm not here to judge. <laughs> Can't wait to see what your next movie pick is.
1: Whoa, I just lost... Whoa, something happened. Oh. oh.
0: Don't tell me you lost that hold gem. On. <laughs> uh, hold on. Okay. I'm recording. You recording? The cops were outside to stop that joke. Should we address
1: the fact that I did stop recording?
0: <laughs> here... Yeah, it was the so, new. It was the new um, Apple uh, child pornography protection.
1: <laughs> no, I laughed so hard that <laughs> the program stopped recording because it said, "We're getting feedback." So, um,
0: yeah. So uh, yes, uh, this yeah. device does not record necrophiliac jokes. Sorry. <laughs> I can only imagine <laughs> the other one. Think it's a corpse plant, really. It's like the. Best smell in the world. Jesus for me it's more like the century plant. Oh. <laughs>
1: um where so where were we? Oh, we were talking about yeah. Penises. Okay. Penis. So, which again, all for equal representation of genitalia in movies. Absolutely. I've never
0: enjoyed seeing I think it, it, but we I've owe, never you been... know, I think we owe some penis uh on screen, yeah. you know. Bras on I'm s- not a- Brought on sex scenes, like big now. Yeah, that's absolutely. You know, I'm cool with that. Let's let's throw some dong up on the screen for a while.
1: I am. I, I'm. I'm. I'm very pro demystifying. I'm also pro watching things that don't make me feel like I'm watching things with my parents and therefore getting up getting nervous, <laughs> <laughs> which leads me to be more prudish. Uh, I also appreciate when uh, they don't shy away from realities and we normalize, like, just, you know, weird body stuff. Um, at the same time, though, I'm also, like, I, I'm not... Uh, I feel like so many guys, are, like, are so, like, penis-worshiping that I always want to pull back from that because it's, like... I, it just always feels like this weird self-worship of their own parts yeah. that I'm, i, I like, just look at any statue from, like, oh, I don't know, any time. <laughs> uh, but at the same time, when it shows up in movies, I'm like, hey, I'm, you know, you had some bravery there. I'm all right with that.
0: Well, I don't think there's anything uh, glorifying about this <laughs> this depiction <laughs> of Andy, who has quite a big cock. Uh, and was it?
1: I, I, I have to say, I was staring going... Is is this a prosthetic or is this real?
0: It's you not, know. not
1: because of the size, but just because of like you know having a functioning
0: movie set. Yeah, you know what I mean. And and your lead having her face half like, an inch from it. <laughs> exactly. Typically, in these
1: situations, they have like stand you know fake things made for whatever. Because there's no shot of him like with it, including him, right? His whole body, or anything yeah, like we that.
0: don't know if it's Moses. Uh, the very funny Moses. What's his last name? I get his name? Moses Storm. What a great name! Mm. Moses Storm is Andy. Very funny. Uh, as the drug dealing nephew, um, you know, he, he flops it out of his pants. It's like there's there's legs there. There's a there's a human crotch. You're right. seeing pubes. They look natural. I don't know. Um, I think. I think given its length uh, and the way its girth increases as it goes down the shaft. I did rewatch <laughs> trying to figure this out. We,
1: we did some studies in our labs and uh, separately, like it, and it, we it poured over gets, this footage.
0: The, the shaft gets thicker as it goes down. Oh, okay. So I this think, is probably a... I a, think it's a prosthetic over a real penis. I think it's like a penis mm. sleeve. You know, they do have those. It's like an It's extender, a la Boogie Nights and stuff, right? You know? Well, oh, they, they had to have they that did boogie nights. Yeah, it wasn't like, just like a totally rubber. Thing?
1: I think Wal- I think Wahlberg had said things like like he had to explain to people later. <laughs> Partners later is like no, that was the movies.
0: <laughs> I mean, I know it was fake, but doesn't right. like it was attached to his penis to Mark Wahlberg. I
1: believe so. Okay. I, I don't know
0: because that's it what was it looks a like to me. Special here, feature: I've the way watched. it flops out, the way it's like connected to a groin, and, and, and close up. Yeah. Um, I think it was, and you know, and, and like I said, it gets it gets thicker as it as it proceeds. There you go. So he, you know, I mean, he's expecting oral sex. Uh, a little tumescence is expected uh, in that situation. <laughs> so he's not fully erect, but he's you know getting getting there. We, we don't see any throbbing, which, which they can't. Yeah, you
1: would get you would get a much different rating if if yeah. if it did. Apparently,
0: I think I think if they had done a throbbing effect, uh, then we would have been <laughs> tilting into horror, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and it would have been a different tone to the scene. So I think they made the right choice there.
1: You know, I I was really not liking where the scene was going at that point until until they made it about. You know, who was going to feel worse after like he showed the bind that she that Sonny was in and then saying that, you know, in in owning up and going, look, I know I can't have you do this. I would never feel good again in my entire life. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And, you know, it's my problem. I'm going to own up. But then, like, also to be like, I can't. What am I doing?
0: We were. She wasn't down for the four weeks, five right. days. Oh, three hours.
1: it was <laughs> Somewhere along the line of this movie, I thought to myself, like, I wonder. Th- this uh, is this a comedic version of, of? I can't say it. It's too terrible. But I was I was sitting there going, "What would a double feature of never, rarely, sometimes, always, and this uh, be?"
0: Yeah. <laughs> Thanks.
1: Thanks, Wade. But but it only but it goes to the point of. Your best friend. Like, I thought Skyler... Was it Skyler? The best friend is, like, that's the person you should be voted best friend of the universe, you know, in uh, that movie. And then uh, don't, looking I don't at... I know
0: she kind of gets bored with her, though, and, like, wants to spend time with a guy, though. No, I, I don't know.
1: Does she? I can't remember that.
0: Yeah, they have a little fight in the um, train station, or the bus station. Oh, I, yeah. Wow. I'll have to... I have to check that out. I didn't remember that at all. Never, rarely, sometimes, always, my top movie of 2020. 2020.
1: Right. Yeah. Um, what was I going to say? But yeah, thinking about their, you know, the best friend, the, the friends' relationship and that uh, really um, taking precedence over everything else in that scene was really good. I, I, I wasn't particularly, I don't know what I'm trying to say. I think I'm being my mom there. I didn't like this scene. You didn't
0: want it. You didn't think she should have to give oral sex to get. I didn't think she
1: should have to. And I'm and I'm and I'm. But at the same time, I was also glad they presented they presented things her her circumstance in a way that when everything turns, when everyone says no for moral reasons, these are the options they have left. You know, and like the the. The pharmacist put her in that position. The, you know, she did the the all the other things. Put her in South Dakota laws. Put them in the in this position, and 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 these are the choices that then they have to make. And so I did appreciate that. And I was, also, and it was, I, I guess, I I guess my my uh, conflict in my head was going: Do I appreciate that this is a funny scene? Or, but would I? if it wasn't a funny scene, it would be totally out of place in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> like this, like, like, like when the scene shot of her, like moving her face up to this, it was not, it was treated like a funny shot. Yeah. And to me, I did not feel like it was funny. Like, like not because, Oh, it wasn't it's... told well. It was like it was, it was,
0: it was heartbreaking to me. Really. Yeah. I mean, it's funny because we as an audience don't think it's going to happen. Right. Right. Like we' yeah, sure, can't happen, yeah, yeah exactly, we're, we're like, you know movie- yeah, movie logic tells us this isn't gonna happen, so because
1: if it did, what you know, then we've got, and then we're like it would be bold, I guess, to say, like
0: and Andy's just so ridiculous and non threatening, yeah, like another this is another great thing about the way that that whole scene is done,
1: maybe that's my problem with it is because he feels non threatening and yet. This situation, I don't think would be happening if the guy wasn't threatening. You know what I mean?
0: I mean, it's That was, it's I think, like, my problem with it. He's... He's... I hate to say it they this way, it. He's selling this stuff. He's not giving it away. Right? Right, right. And so he's not coercing right, anybody. Right, that's true. You know? He knows he's, he he's, he knows the he has the advantage in the situation. He can tell that she's desperate, which is why he's raising the price.
1: He's offering a different payment plan, yeah. He's taking uh, okay. advantage. But it's right,
0: transact it's transactional. It's transactional
1: absolutely, but like I, I, yeah, I guess. I think, I just think uh, you have this thing where you're like, oh, you have a comedy, you want to keep things fun, you want to populate with funny characters uh, all around. So if we're going to have this scene, unless we're making a huge stake, we kind of want it to, or a huge, you know, point that you can't avoid. Maybe we want to populate even these characters to be funny and, you know, uh, uh. To populate our funny movie with, but I, maybe that was what what it was. Was I was like going, I don't think this should be a funny scene, but it, uh, in a way though, I was glad it was because it made the whole the whole thing more palatable, you know. Yeah. Um, to its credit.
0: But it is you know he is he is profiting after. Profiting one way or another off of their desperation for sure. Exactly. Totally. Yeah. But he's just, he's also a goof. Which, which leads us to not, which leads <laughs> us to. And it's also not... going to be really fast. <laughs>
1: That's true. So, a little, little quick note. So, Carrie, uh, I said, do you want to wa-? I was holding it. We watched it last night. Or I watched it last night because I, uh, I said, do you want to watch this movie? It looks like it might be something you might enjoy too. And, um, she said okay, but then she went fast asleep, like before I even started it, and um, she woke up like right in the last scene. And so when the mother's in the car saying, "You got to clean up all this mud," and what's this? And then they go, "Oh, and she, it cuts on her smelling it." And Carrie goes, <laughs> "What? What was that?" And I had to, I had to go, "Oh, it was the uh, cock piercing of a drug dealer. She was going to blow <laughs> it." <laughs> and I was like, I just watched a... What were you watching, Dwayne?
0: Yeah, smelling it. It did look... Didn't
1: do the movie justice. Let yeah. uh, me explaining what that last bit joke was.
0: Yeah. One more thing about the penis. Without overselling it, I thought they did make it look unwashed. <laughs> yeah. It didn't have,
1: like, leaves stuck to it or anything. But it was not... It did not seem like it was
0: going to be um, yeah, a pleasant... Right. It wasn't going to smell like Fruity Pebbles. <laughs> <laughs> right. Ah. All right. Well, uh, let's talk about um, the actual romantic interests in this movie. I, I really wanted to do that. That's very important. Okay. Uh, Hunter... Hunkiest dork or dorkiest hunk? <laughs> I, well. He
1: wears a cardigan while playing goalie. I think in reality he's the hunkiest dork, but
0: in the, the movie presents him as, as the dorkiest hunk. He's totally a hunk. It's kind of yeah. silly that he's presented as anything but a hunk. <laughs> right. This, now, let's just say. Uh,
1: uh, Hunter is presented as basically, and as written, in my opinion, might be the perfect man.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and right.
1: uh, from his political views to his views on gender to his views on uh, 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 his courage to stand up, his courage to to to, to say thing, his willing, his openness, his willingness, all this stuff, his voices and, uh, for.
0: All the right. breakfast foods?: <laughs> I mean, you know to order the 24-hour breakfast, as right. Levi says, if a place offers 24-hour breakfast, you order breakfast.:
1: Right, right. They're not going to be but my, my other thing is that is that if a restaurant has meatloaf on their uh, menu, it's probably some pretty damn good meatloaf, because meatloaf is one of those things you don't go out to a restaurant to have. It's the thing you're going to restaurants to avoid (laughs) (laughs) So So, so don't avoid it (laughs) So if you see it on a
0: menu It's like oh wow this is So if you have the chance to not avoid The thing you were trying to avoid (laughs) Yeah totally Yeah this is is totally I completely agree (laughs) (laughs) It's like this must be some pretty
1: damn good meatloaf If they're telling me On my
0: night away from meatloaf Hey try the meatloaf (laughs) like t- me telling you, telling me that you don't dislike Wes Anderson. You just don't like any of his movies. I, I didn't say I don't like any of his movies.
1: You're 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 painting me with too wide a brush. Like you're
0: continually disappointed by his
1: movies. I'm continually disappointed by each successive movie, but I still don't dislike him. I still will see his movies, and I still will feel I will probably be disappointed. If you, see,
0: if you see him on the menu, you won't pass him oh. up. He, no, I won't. He's the meatloaf of movies.
1: <laughs> but a very well manicured and uh, designed meatloaf of movies. Can't beat the
0: presentation. Can't beat the Lots presentation. Lots of garnish. <laughs> Lots of garnish on that meatloaf. So you're saying the two
1: directors I am the hardest on are Christopher Nolan and Wes Anderson? Is that what you're saying?
0: Uh, and yet they're ooh, not my that's least favorite not directors. What I said, but okay. No,
1: no, no. I'm just I am wondering because I am. <laughs> I think you're just culling from my statements. You just had to bring up Christopher Nolan and pretend <laughs> I did. Well, no. I'm just <laughs> okay. saying from our previous conversation, I realize I, I bring up Nolan a lot. Every episode. Yet... <laughs> One of us does. I think we're fifty five or fifty five probably you' probably Godzilla comes in like a close second, but in terms of uh commonly referenced things uh, so they should both feel proud um, What were we talking about <laughs> uh Oh, Christopher <laughs> Nolan. <laughs> Dorkiest hunk, hunkiest hunter. Uh, hunter. I mean, I really like Hunter, but I'm starting to wonder if Hunter is—is is this the new manic pixie dream girl? Is this the?
0: I mean, he's a dream, sensitive.
1: Boy. What's what's the what's the impossible male character? Romantic male Who character. Always says lead.
0: exactly the right things. Right. He's a dream guy. He's a dream guy. Right. He's like the he's like a prince charming, except he's a yeah. he is dorky. Uh, <laughs> Sometimes,
1: well, and another thing is, is 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 that usually, when movies that I am learning now unfairly <laughs> present the nice guy dork as being the as being a the preferable to the aggressive, angry, hot guy, as '80s movies that I grew up on constantly dead that I now realize is a falsehood. <laughs> The violent, angry, hot guy apparently is always preferable.
0: Lucas <laughs> did a good job of that.
1: What's oh the movie Lucas? Yeah,
0: because yeah. she you doesn't did. she doesn't choose Lucas.
1: What, ha- what hot American movie. summer? What hot American summer? Yeah, yeah, did it too. Um, is um, and I know I sound a tad bit incel when I when I say that, but 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 it's becoming clear to me that there's good reason for it in a way. Um, is that uh is the feeling of of lack of spine lack of you know um capability all that stuff that that plays into silly looking penis confidence in your mate right so, yeah but hunter here again skews that line where he's like he's he's athletic he's completely physically seems to be capable chiseled but not. Uh, arrogant or vain necessarily, but yet completely himself. So yeah, it's like, it's like, yeah, I want to be Hunter. (laughs) And then um, Logan, something, I, I mean, Logan is also presented as being clearly like a dream person as well. She's got everything figured out. She's all the and then they do that, that switcheroo, like, which I thought was pretty brilliant.
0: The lead is always oh, not the lead singer's the drummer. Well, well, no. Well, they they, oh, they well, do Lupe's the, into drummers.
1: Yeah, Lupe's into drummers. But like she when when she says I'm gonna go get Sunny, I'll meet her, I'll see you in five in five minutes, she walks out, comes back, and the van's gone. Oh, yeah. And I was like, oh my god, I did not expect this. <laughs> I totally did not expect this to happen. So what do you so, think you, happened at that moment?
0: I don't know. I thought, oh, it was Logan stole the van. Logan well, was, yeah, it's
1: like going, Logan stole the van. And I, I, that's obviously, well, that is what happened, right? But then when they go to the party. No,
0: it's, it's that the, the lead singer guy whose name I don't remember, that he was high no. and he took the keys and then ran away and she couldn't. Uh, I, yeah, it a story it I was, didn't buy. Frankly. That I didn't buy it. Yeah, yeah. And, like, and like,
1: and they could have made that work. They really could have made that work um, to to cast doubt, you know, in Logan, and, and then win it back. But but they don't. Her, the, but they don't. Yeah. She just goes, "Oh hi, I was just texting you." I immediately thought, "Oh, I don't believe you." I'm sure. I mean, at the time, I was going, "Surely there's something." There's something. This can't be. It can't be. Logan took the van. It can't be. I was hoping against hope it would be something else because it is clearly what seems to have happened. And then, but then when she, we see her, just I'm like opening the windows, is
0: getting that weed smell out of the van. <laughs> that, that's, right. Anybody that's who smokes into weed know that. upholstery right. A little bit.
1: And like I'm sitting there crestfallen when they approach her in the backyard. Because she's just kind of hanging out and going, Oh yeah, I was gonna text you about the your van we stole. Yeah. And and right. I, I was I was and then and then nothing else ever came of that. Like they didn't I know.
0: She's totally let off it. the hook. The movie lets Logan off. She's let, the off, hook. The hook. <laughs> the let off the hook. The movie lets Logan off the hook. Lupe's not even still a little bit pissed about it. Like I would be pissed. And neither is Sonny
1: actually at that point. Yeah. They're just all mad at the well. Okay, the crazy
0: guy. Uh,
1: uh, we 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 totally believe he's crazy. Like if <laughs> Logan's fine. being
0: responsible, she's got to a no, know, know her friend, lead singer guy is capable of this, and not let him get his hands on those keys. And B, right. if that happens, you got to you're at a party with other cars. You got to get back to that bowling alley and yeah. <laughs> And, you know, you know, they're stranded there. If you can't get a hold of her, you got to be working on going and rescuing them. Exactly. <laughs> Where they're stranded. I, I, you know, a, you're an older a, person, apparently, <laughs> with an underage girl. <laughs> be responsible. Be the responsible one here. Yeah,
1: that that really bothered me. And and I and I and I don't think it's, it's I think that was the either the writer or I don't know what it was. But like it bothered me that that didn't.
0: Um... It's the movie trying yeah. not to do one more thing, but it, it it left a really bad taste in my mouth. It was like, oh me no, too. poor me Lupe. Too. Like this is her yeah, I'm... this is her gateway relationship, but this is a bad girlfriend.
1: Yeah, and and then the movie presents it to herself to not be one, and that would have been fine yeah. if it they didn't need to have Logan be a bad girlfriend, but they needed to either a commit to yeah, she is not to be trusted or give us a valid reason. Show her striving to to get back to that bowling alley, yeah. you know, to like rectify the situation. Because if you just sit here having a beer by the bonfire, I- I've lost all respect for you. And if um, Lupe doesn't see that, then I'm starting to feel bad for her too. So yeah, I like, yeah, left a real bad taste in
0: my yeah, mouth. Yeah, exactly. You know, like knowing that, Already, like, Van disappears. I'm like, oh, Logan was just totally scamming her all along. The fact that she didn't show up to the party and then, like, oh, my phone died, you know. know, You you left a dozen voicemails, but I'm just going to respond with a text. I'm like, she's just not that into you. Like, this is, you know, read the book, Lupe.
1: Exactly. You and know, so and that was that a lesson, a hard a hard lesson to learn. That's
0: what I thought it was gonna be. And so And then they just didn't do it. But this movie ends with everybody getting their happy ending, which I I like that. I like that about the ending. But yeah, you're right. I'm like, oh no, this Logan's bad news. I this isn't gonna
1: Yeah.
0: Lupe needs to which is which is too bad because I actually is gonna go a little more out of their way to Take care of (laughs) Lupe, right? Exactly. Inconvenience himself a little bit. I mean, are they trying? Okay, let's let's look at
1: let's look at from the other perspective. Is there a is it a purposeful intent to try to get you to not distrust these uh, contextual um, context clues? Like we've only ever talked online. I don't respond to your emails or, or your messages or voicemails. I'm not going to be seen with you in public until you come to me in my world. Yeah. I'm going to take your van <laughs>
0: when you turn yeah. your back.
1: Red uh, flags. You know, <laughs> are, are all these things that are totally red flags, are, is, there, is there any reason why, I guess, is, is it tying into the theme, give trusts that people will do the right thing? And that would be great if I ever saw her trying to rectify yeah. the van stealing situation. But we never see her do that until she's confronted.
0: And then she's like, oh, I'm going sit down my beer and go to. <laughs> yeah. Trust, like, trust is you trust people to do the right thing. Right. If people aren't doing the right thing by you, now you've got to, now you've got to, you know, safeguard your own. Right, exactly. you got to take care of yourself. So I was trying to see
1: if, is there there anything we're not seeing with that uh, because we're so blinded by the affront?
0: (laughs) Practice self-care.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: But bad taste in mouth, not enough to 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 severely impact the movie. Well, no, the movie ends on such a high that you're just, you know, like it's just win, Mm. win, win. Everybody just gets big wins at the end.
1: I know. Like yeah.
0: <laughs> the, the dad thing, here's what I think. Okay. Lupe's dad, pastor, he's all hard assed about the lipstick, right? When we see right. him again, he's all like, hey, I'm totally cool with you and like nice pin, you know? I've been on to you the whole time. He probably, it's not a complete surprise to him that she's gay. Probably not. He, you know, he he's kind of... He's a young-looking dad. He's not, you know... You know, he's, you know from, that doesn't seem to be a mom in the picture. He's, you know, he's pulling the load, but, he, 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 you know, he's got to have an inkling, and then he worries about her, and then he's just, because she's gone all night and he doesn't know where she is, she gets home, and he's just glad she's safe. He's just glad she's safe in that moment. Yeah. And I think, I hope it, it's what is that, you know, I was a hard ass. I was trying to keep you from doing dumb things. Okay, you did the dumb thing, whatever it was. You came home. I need you to be able to talk about what happened. And so here's my strategy, <laughs> right?
1: Like, yeah, but we don't see that part. We just see him being grateful. Right. I'm like, oh, fine. You
0: go, so it looks like a let complete go, reversal. Go. You yeah. don't get the explanation like the mom gave about, you know, what she had to go through and how... Yeah, Why she acted that way, and maybe that wasn't the right thing, and so like you get the motivation for for Sonny's mom's reversal. But you get, you know, he had his own internal monologue that we don't get to see. But I, I can, yeah. I can make that bridge uh, for myself.
1: Absolutely, I can, I can do that work for. I can do that work myself. But at the same time, the movie, the 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 first scene with him and the second scene with him basically just seem like two different people. <laughs> yeah, when when those two selves can exist in the same person totally totally can exist in, the same in a person. bad
0: mood in the first scene he's in a good mood the in a good the, second mood scene. Is the
1: second scene and like he doesn't want his daughter sexualized he doesn't want his to have his daughter sexualizing herself yeah. you know it's like going to because dangerous things down that path lead so you know he's just he's just worried and then and so but yet while those two people can, can ex, those two points of view can exist in the same person very easily and cohesively, we don't see that confusing. We just see <laughs> stern foot loose dad, and then foot loose dancer at the end, I guess.
0: <laughs> you know, so it's like okay, whatever. But and yet we like. I'm glad we didn't get like a cutaway scene to him, like in the middle of the movie. Because you know we're with uh, we're with Sonny and Lupe. We gotta we exactly. Gotta stick with them.
1: It's not it's not their story. It's it's it's, it's their story. Yeah. It's it's Sonny's and uh, and Lupe's story. Yep, exactly. So yeah, we don't. I will say actually, you brought up the nice pin part, um, which I, I I couldn't tell by his delivery if it was just supposed to be a throwaway or if he knew what it meant. Um,
0: no, but... I it was totally he he knew the significance of it.
1: I'd See, think. that's from a writer's standpoint. That's what I would want. But I, I, I couldn't really tell myself from the, from the from Well, that's, the, from Otherwise, the what is he
0: saying when he says that?
1: It was, well, yeah, just a throwaway. But I, I will say... Like he's clueless, the, the, like,
0: oh. He's just clueless. It's it's pretty, it's pretty, pretty. I'm going to point
1: this out for no... You've got 80 gazillion stuffs all over you. But the, um, uh, the mom moment is my favorite moment at the end uh, there. But I think the most affecting moment to me in the movie is when Logan pins the pin on her for some reason when Logan pins the pin on Lupe I I, I lost it. <laughs> I, I I really started crying pretty hard. It was, it was a nice moment. And 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 I don't know and uh, I I was impressed because it I didn't expect that moment to be so effective because and I've seen stuff like that before and it's not worked but yeah. they really worked for me. It was like what hot American again, summer
0: just be proud of who you are.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Be proud of who You are Exactly And so the, when the van disappears It's such a gut punch Because they just had This beautiful yeah. moment And then the van goes And so I needed Rectification and Then the movie Just doesn't do yeah. it Yeah I, like,
0: oh! I thought that was I'm like I thought that was Yeah
1: con. I still think it's a con That's the thing Yeah I, st- I do too And I still think it's a con And yet the movie the Presents it, it. <laughs> It's not insane. The movie's like No no it's not a con It's actually still A pretty cool thing and I'm like it pretty looks like a
0: con yeah. that just failed. That's the weakest. <laughs> yeah, I think that's the biggest flaw in, in the movie. But otherwise, good movie, heartwarming. Very much so. Life-affirming, mostly, like, 95% very smartly written. <laughs> <laughs> Except for the thing we don't like. <laughs> that's fair, I think. I, anything else to say before we wrap up?
1: Um, I thought of you... Um, and the old uh, happy panic slash complacence days, when they showed My up bands. at the was bands I was yeah there. the bands that uh, that Siggy Which was in you could not find anywhere. It's too bad because it's awesome. I still listen to it a lot. Oh, thank you. And uh, uh, but I, I when they go to the rock and bowl I have kept thinking of I go oh this is yep this is right up Siggy's alley. Because what was the it was the Fireside Bowl? Fireside Bowl as
0: immortalized on Kyle Canaan's first album. Yes. I mean, That's right. Which he gives a very accurate description <laughs> of what <laughs> that an awful bathroom. place that was.
1: I've been in that bathroom and oh I you God. know when he told that story, it was
0: perfect. It was like, Yep. I've been there. That <laughs> was maybe the worst smell I've ever smelled in my life. <laughs> the bathroom at the Fireside hey, you know Bowl. What? January. Hey, you know what? It's Friday night. How about you just push
1: that shit out for me, and then he posts up for a high five.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, classic, that's bitch. that bathroom. That's the uh, what's the name of the album? That's the one where all the track titles are just the the titles from he does the a, Cheap Trick album. <laughs> he does that all the time. Um, I
1: think for all his albums. Is it is it that's the uh, Cheap that's Trick album def- uh, no, I think he does other metal bands. Uh, my favorite, one of my favorite routines of all time is Kyle Kinane's uh, from, um, is it Death of the Party or is it on the second? Whiskey Icarus, I think it might be on. But it's it's about pancakes on a plane.
0: I did not like that trend of stand-up album where the track like, does not indicate what's right. in there at all, so you can't find... Yeah, that's it's frustrating. <laughs> You want David Cross's albums were like that, too. Like, hey, yeah. I
1: just don't... On, on, on Whiskey Icarus. Like I get it, you're a smart ass. Just help me out <laughs> a little bit here. <laughs> on his album, Whiskey Icarus, God of Thunder might be one of my favorite uh, stand up bits of all time. And there was a time. Uh, I think it might think umpteenth time listening to it. I went, oh, my God, wait a second. Is this bit based on me? Because there was a time when I took two flights a week and I remember having made pancakes and taking it with me. But if you listen to his bit, I I started going, oh my God, is this, did I inspire this? Wait, you need to set this up. Oh, 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 have you seen? So he tells a story about being on a, a flight and the guy next to him starts eating pancakes that he brought himself. Okay. But Something what you used you d- to do
0: is what you're saying.
1: Something that I I have done. Yeah. Uh and he it's a marvelous bit, and it didn't occur to me until several times into anyway, it that I it, that I've done this. But the I realized he does this thing where he goes through, hey, if he had done this, this would have been fine. And that's the way I did it. So, like, I go, that's the Again, comedian's wonderful. we need details wonderful- here
0: to make this a okay, story. Okay,
1: because <laughs> he goes, he says, he says this thing. He goes, the guy next to me is eating pancakes out of a bag. <laughs> and not like, like, like a, a little Ziploc bag with a hey, I meant to do this vibe, <laughs> but like a bag from the store. You know, like a Foot Locker bag. They're just, like, <laughs> loose in there, like, like bingo balls, just loose. You know, <laughs> and and the thing is, when I had snuck pancakes onto a plane, I had them in a ziploc bag with a "Hey, I meant to do oh, this" okay. vibe. And then, and then he says, and he, and when you, when you, he goes, when you, when you bring pancakes on a plane, you eat them driver's head style, ten and two. You take a little conscious, little nibble, and you put it down your lap and hide it. You know, a little conservative thing. and eat it. You you do things like that. Hey, knock yourself out Hey, I like your style Way to subvert inflated airport pricings (laughs) This fucking guy (laughs) He's like not being discreet Like under the chin Like, hey, I'm sorry I have to do this, guys Like I was He's like grabbing a fistful Going like 93 Jordan layup style Like, ah! (laughs) And then taking a big bite And then looking around with an attitude (laughs) And so I wonder, the comedian thing is, usually comedians would look at something and go, that's kind of weird, but what if he was doing it differently? That would be crazy. And then doing that. But I remember, I, I, I think I do remember a guy who kind of matches Scott's description on one flight. And I wonder if it was me. I truly do.
0: Who <laughs> I didn't know who he was at the time, you know? Speaking of eating out of a Foot Locker bag. Uh, when Seymour and I saw Whale Rider, this, this woman in our row was eating out of a like, Target bag <laughs> through the entire movie. And she's rustling this Target bag. And so I look over just to say, could you please keep it down? And when I look over to say that, she's staring at me. I <laughs> shit you not. She's not watching the movie. She's staring at me. And it's, when I went to say, could you keep it down? She's like, I'll eat if I want to. It's a free country. <laughs> she was provoking. She like, it was like her thing. It was to go and provoke people in movie oh theaters my. by making, by eating noisily. She was waiting for you to say, uh, yeah. don't do it. She was like already eyes fixed on me eating during this movie. <laughs> and then she followed me out of the movie yelling at me.
1: Oh my God. And it was really... And there we t- wonder why there's an anti mask movement. She, she, she needed <laughs> treatment. She needed help. Exactly. There was, there was there was a mental health issue there. When I think of America, that's what I think of.
0: <laughs> well, when you think of you watched it wrong, we hope that you'll email us at you watched it wrong at happy Happy packing
1: Happy Panic. And then words you already words know. just <laughs> fall out of uh- Siggy's mouth. Just want to oh, know by the way, what you think. this is where Happy Panic comes from. Well, actually, no, doesn't it? That's not right, isn't it? Well, Happy Panic has always been Siggy's um, brain trust. Just became the
0: band name for a while, right? Well, it was the band name first, and then the band didn't like it anymore. It was like, well, I like it. I'm going to keep using it. So. <laughs> uh, it's a great name. So, yeah. That's I, why we have that happypanic.net. I registered the domain uh, after. Uh, we, and changes its name to The Complacence, which is a better name. We're also on Twitter, not The Complacence. You watched it wrong is on Twitter, <laughs> at you, letter U, watched it wrong. Um, you can go to our Facebook page, but nothing happens there. Facebook sucks. Facebook's evil. Yeah. Why do we promote that? Yeah. Don't, don't, We're there. Don't even log on to Facebook. Just call your grandma. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Tell her she's. Been reading all the wrong things on Facebook.
0: <laughs> but if you really want to know what Wade and I are up to movie wise, follow us on Letterboxd, uh, where I'm Siggy Llama, S I G G Y L L A M A. He's Carney of Steel, C A R N E Y.
1: And that's of, of S T E E L, not of S T E A L.
0: That's right. And if you thought the condom fell out of her butthole, Because that's where he stuck his dick first, like I did. You watched it run.
1: (laughs) Me too!